With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Six three from Gilford, number twenty one, World Fifteen. Great move by World B. Three gets it back. He goes in and scores. Believe me, when he gets it going, unbelievable. It's flying time. Welcome to another special Cavs HQ conversation with Cavs legend World B. Free, right here on the Elk and Elk Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network. Now, here's this week's host, Mike Snyder. World, great to have you with us. Thanks, Mike. It's great to be here. <laughs> you know, World, uh, you bring so many memories, and it wasn't a lot of, weren't a lot of wins, but you brought it. You really kept basketball going. I know when I talked to people and said, "I'm going to get a chance to sit down and talk to World Be Free," they all smile. Oh yeah! It really, in a short period of time, you really made uh, made a lot of people feel good around Northeast Ohio regarding basketball. Well, I, I appreciate the people. Uh, I appreciate uh, everything that was put in front of me. Uh, at that particular time, I was with the Golden State Warriors when they had made the trade for Ron Brewer to go to Golden State for me. And um, we were in a winning franchise and with Bernard King and Joe Barry Carroll, those guys over there in, in, in Golden State with the Warriors. And when they traded me that day, they said, well, where are we sending you to like almost Siberia somewhere? You know, at that time I said, where, where are you sending me? You know, they said, you're going to Cleveland. And at that time, Cleveland was in an uproar. Mm -hmm. And um, they were saying people not getting the checks. You know, all kind of things were going on back then when, when that happened. So I try to put all that stuff out of my mind. And I said, if I go to Cleveland, it's going to be different. Well, you certainly made a difference, and I want, I want to get into that. Now, you, you come here. Yeah, that had to be, okay, really Cleveland? Because it was world. The, the franchise really at the time was teetering. When you went out to that Coliseum, there, there weren't many people there cheering you out, were there? Well, I had more cousins than the people that were in there. And then uh, <laughs> the thing was, you know, you, you could bounce the basketball, Mike. And honestly, you could hear the basketball echo across the whole building. And it was a beautiful facility, you know, at that time. Mm -hmm. because I think it sat about like 20-some 20, 20 thousand. And uh, I said to myself, when I told a reporter at the airport, he said, well, you know, they only won a certain amount of games here uh, last year or 10 games or whatever. I said, well, let me tell you something. 
they're going to win 12 now. You know what I mean? So you know, just come in and start stirring stuff up. And that was the kind of guy I was. But, uh, you know, not in a cocky fashion, but in a fashion that, you know, all right, I know I got to make a little noise. So therefore, people are going to understand and say, all right, we got a little something, you know, ringing out there over in Richfield, Ohio at that time. Well, you did bring that. And, of course, you'd already had a history. I mean, you, you came into the league, and, and I want to get into that with, with, a, with Dr. J and the, and the Sixers. My gosh, I mean, you talk about showtime. So people knew who you were. And in your, in your play world, you had that high that high arcing shot, your ability to go to the basket. I, you, were, you were a special talent. I mean, well, you weren't world for nothing. That, right? <laughs> well, thank you. The, the key was when we were with the 76ers, we had, uh, as rookies, me, Darryl Dawkins, Joe Bryant, uh, Cornell Norman, a couple of these guys were, we were all together. But we said to ourselves, because you had Julius Irving and George McGinnis and all those guys on that team, you know, we're rookies. They didn't really care about us. So we said, we have to make a name for ourselves. And that's what we tried to do, you know, in, in a way that, because we knew we could play, mm -hmm. but we wasn't ready yet. And sometimes you got to know when you're ready, but we thought we were ready, but we just gave it to what we had, and, you know, that's that what happened out well, there. It was very dynamic, and I, I want to talk a little more about those days in Philly, but getting back to the Cavs. Now, you're, you're here, mm -hmm. but then you become a free agent, right? You, you had a chance maybe to go elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Cavs are floundering. The, the guns come in. The franchise, it looks like now it's headed for some secure days, but things were really up in the air. What was that like, that free agent year, and, uh, and then deciding to come back to the Cavaliers? Well, I, I saw the growth in what we were doing. You know, we started, uh, had Tom Nasoki as a coach. I liked him with Gene Littles. And we started putting some pieces together. And what I saw at that particular time was Cleveland. I was looking at things and saying to myself, man, this could be a place that really hops, you know. And I knew they had basketball in here since I played with the Sixers. So when we used to play with, you know, have Bingo Smith, Campy Russell, you know, all these guys that you guys had playing with y'all. I knew when we came to Cleveland, I was a rookie, but I seen how the fans was always like, you know, they, they, they were down for it. Mm -hmm. And I said, now, if you can get this place hopping, you know, or help get it hopping with my teammates, I said, sure, we can get something down here. And this is what it was, because they were getting ready to trade, change, trade this franchise or some sell it to get it out of here. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When I came in, this franchise was dead, gone. You know, and they said, look, you know, where you, you were a franchise saver. You, you came here and you helped, you know, with being a big part of saving this franchise in Cleveland because it, it was gone back then. Yeah, you you, you kept it alive. And for and, and most nights, World, for a while there, you were the only reason people went go to the games, but they went because they said, well, I'm going to see what, what's World Be Free going to do. Yeah. Well, that's true, Mike. The thing is, is that, you know, I always sign autographs for people. I always make sure that, you know, I took them first before myself. And, and I, w I was that way. I, w I had a mentality on a basketball court that, you know, you're no better than me. I'm going after you, you know what I mean? And I was playing for this city. And when I had it in my heart to play for the city, you just couldn't stop me. And the thing is, when we made the playoffs that year with George Carl, it was like my championship in this city because when I first came here, I, like I said, you know, you could bounce the ball and you could not, you could hear echo all over the place. That's in the same phrase, you, at the end, you could see 20,000 people in the building screaming, yelling for us in the playoffs from Boston, and they were there and they were with us.
That was an amazing year. You started that year, what, 2-19? and 2-19. And you were telling people, oh, we're going to get it right. Yeah, yeah. So and the Raiders would yeah. look at you, what's he so talking they, about, they, right? They thought I was <laughs> in the sauce a little bit, you know what I mean? So, but I, I, I was real with it. And the thing about it, you know, we had so, much, so many guys bought into what we were doing, and it made it easy, you know. And the thing about it, we took Boston that year till they only beat us in the series basically by six points. In that three-game series. Yeah, it was amazing. Well, you guys yeah. lost the first two was close, right? Yeah, we had. You them. get them here, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. and then Bird, right? He he gets mad or whatever. Someone said, well, yeah, yeah. And then he played. He, it took. I mean, that was one of the their great teams that you guys nearly yeah. took out. Exactly right. Exactly right. And when you when you talk to like the Dennis Johnsons and all those guys, they had they say, well, I gotta I gotta give you guys, you know, kudos. Because, you know, we never really thought nobody like y'all would do something like this. So that's when I knew Cleveland was starting to get back on the map. It, it really did bring back, I, I recall that time that rather vividly, World, yeah. and, and, and it did bring it back. Because as you mentioned, there was the miracle of Richfield yeah. and then that valley where you could hear the crickets. Yeah. What's going to happen to the franchise? Yeah. And I know the franchise, when you did decide to come back and they, and they signed you or you signed as a free agent, mm -hmm. They, they, they wanted to make a big deal out of it. We're bringing World Beat Free back. Tell us a little bit about the Now, the plan was you land here right in Cleveland, and then I guess unbeknownst to you, they told you, well, we're going to helicopter out to the Coliseum. Yeah, Tell was, us about that. That was weird, Mike. I'm going to tell you because the fact that they, they got me here in a, a private jet, and, you know, that was really cool. That's big time, you know, then, right? Yeah, yeah. The owners gave me the jet. Now I get here, and it's a helicopter that they – were walking me to it. I didn't realize I was going to get on this helicopter. But the helicopter was like a cartoon helicopter. It had that little, it was a little propeller up top, a bubble, and it had the, the, the pilot that was in it. When I jumped in it, and I'm scared of flights anyway, but when I jumped in it, I seen, uh, we, we went up, and I asked him, and he, I said, uh, how long you been flying? You know, we, we over the trees about this low. The trees are here, and we're over by like this here flying. And I said, how long have you been flying? He said, oh, I just got my license. So I said, oh, if they try, if, <laughs> I said, if, 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 they, if, yeah, if the owner's trying to go ahead and make me take less money, y'all got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever. Outside yeah, of that yeah, 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 just get me down. Get me down. <laughs> yeah, safely. And that's how that really went. And, uh, and so by the time I got to Richfield Coliseum, when they landed, there was about like 200, 300 people out there. And, uh, uh, they put out a red carpet for me to come out the helicopter, and I walked off the red, the red carpet into the fans, to the people, and it was a beautiful thing. More of our Cavs HQ conversation coming up with Cavs legend World Be Free, right here on the Elk and Elk Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network. It's time for some basketball at the game, on TV, even online. Spectrum TV has over 200 channels available, including all your basketball favorites, so you can see every shot, assist, and block in high definition. And with Spectrum TV, you also get access to the Spectrum TV app, so you can watch a game in any room on multiple devices. Spectrum TV, it's the ultimate slam dunk. Call 844-352-2999 and get Spectrum now. Restrictions apply. Call for details. Suspect a natural gas leak? 
Dominion Energy Ohio reminds you, first, move your feet, then call when you're down the street. To help you smell a gas leak, a familiar odor like rotten eggs is added to natural gas. Or you might see blowing dirt or bubbling water. A leaking pipeline might also make a hissing sound that you can hear. Call the Ohio Utilities Protection Service by dialing 811 at least two working days before digging on your property. And if you suspect a gas leak, call Dominion Energy Ohio. Visit dominionenergy.com, keyword natural gas safety. My mom has a permanently stuck in the 80s thing. We're talking teased up feathered hair, acid washed denim jacket, and shoulder pads. So many shoulder pads. But I just got a new phone from AT&T. And check this out. I got a second phone to gift my mom. So now she can finally ditch her old one for a phone that can actually stream all the 80s shows she loves. Come into an AT&T store and find out how to get a smartphone on us. AT&T. More for your thing. That's our thing. See store for details. Good news! Dutch Farms has partnered with Discount Drug Mart's Pro Points program to bring you farm fresh dairy products and even more Pro Points. Stop by your local Discount Drug Mart and you'll find simple, wholesome, all natural Dutch Farms shredded and sliced cheese, butter, cream cheese, and sour cream. Dutch Farms dairy is made in America's heartland and is now available in Ohio. Drug Mart's Pro Points are simple, fun, rewarding, and delicious. Stock up on Dutch Farms and earn Pro Points today. Your lawn is where life happens, and Cub Cadet wants to help you make the most of it by offering exceptional financing on our lineup of residential zero-turn mowers. From the steering wheel control of the RZT SX zero-turn with zero learning curve to the unbeatable strength of the Lap Bar Control Z-Force LX mower, these mowers are sure to help you bring your lawn to life. Visit CubCadetDealers.com slash calves to find your local independent dealer and take advantage of this exceptional offer. Cub Cadet, proud partner of the Cleveland Cavaliers. Offer subject to credit approval. Some restrictions apply. See store associate for details. One thing that I really remember that I don't, I don't know of another place. When it got loud partway through the fourth quarter or in the playoffs, the floor, it would literally shake. You could feel through the concrete floor the vibrations that the people made, and it would come up through your legs. That, and I still don't know that I feel that any place else. The playoff games, you would walk into the arena and you would hear, let's go gas let's go gas and the arena was just vibrating and shaking it was just and everybody standing everybody just standing for the game it's just it was amazing back in the day i'd go to rock concerts and the rock concerts was were over and you're walking out your ears would ring same thing at the finals my ears would ring after some of those games and you know we talk about the queue and how loud it is it's nothing compared to the way Richfield was. That was the loudest place I think there ever was. It had the reputation of being the loudest place in the league. Now back to more of our Cavs HQ conversation with Cavs legend World Be Free. Once again, here's your host, Mike Snyder. Did you like living here day to day? I, I, I loved, I, what I loved about Cleveland was that it was a hardworking city. You know, and I'm a hardworking ball player. And the thing is, when, 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 I, when, I, when I adapt myself to cities like that, and this was like New York, I'm from New York, but this, is, this was a city that I, I, I adopted myself. And like they adopted me, you know, in this city as one of their, one of their great players. And uh, I only look at one thing, and I'm going to tell Mr. Gilbert when I talk to him, I'm going to look up at them rafters, and I need to see that number 21 hanging around there. That's a great jersey. <laughs> you know, for years, world, uh, uh, Joe Tate, the, who's 
The microphone banner is up there in those rafters. Oh, yeah. he, Joe oh, yeah. always said, you know, <laughs> world be free should be up there too. Yes. Uh, well, you know, I, I would, I will discuss it. <laughs> the thing is, it, it's, it's, it'd be an honor, and to be a Cavalier, you know, I mean, if, if basketball was a thing to say, all the franchises that I've been with, this was the longest tenure I had with a franchise. But if you know, I had to go into the Hall of Fame with something that I knew that I did in my heart, you know, this would have been it, right here. We're talking with the great World B. Free, reflecting on his time with the Cavaliers and his uh, unbelievable career and, and story. World, for you, I, I heard that when, when the Cavs won it, when they won that championship, I heard that, that you were as moved as, as anyone, that, that you felt that, that you were a little part of it, kind of from what we've touched on from your time here. What was that like to see the Cavs do what they did? When, when they won it that night, I said to myself, you know what I mean? It was, it was just, it was beautiful. It, it was past beautiful to me because all the hard work that all those players throughout the years put into all the, all the Cleveland Cavalier basketball, finally it was done. You know what I mean? The whole thing was done. And when I seen the smiles on everybody's faces, I was just upset with myself because, you know, when I seen them in the parade and the floats, I, I wasn't there because we, we had something to do in Philadelphia. But I wanted to be there to be a part of that, just to say, like, man, thank you. It was a good, great, great run. It was a great run for these guys, and I really, really respect them for it. It was an amazing story, and all those people, you know, you think back to those, those crickets at the Coliseum, and <laughs> yeah. then that 20,000, and then just multiplying it and multiplying it. Let's talk a little bit about, about your story. It, it's, it's, it's a great story world, and I think people say, well, World Be Free. Now, you grew up in uh, the section of Brownsville in Brooklyn, is that right? Yes, Brownsville, Brooklyn. That's where I got the name World from. And the name World, people thought it was like, uh, like I just was one of those cocky guys, just name yourself World. But we had a guy in the projects that nicknamed people that he thought might have a uh, chance to get out the ghetto and make it. So some guy's name was Jane, like Jane Fly Williams. We had Phil the Thrill Sellers back there, you know, Connie the Hawk Hawkins, you know, Doc, Dr. J. But this, this one guy was naming people. And so when I, when I played in the Rucker Holland Pros, one of the best leagues, professional leagues back there that's in the summer, if you could rock that league, you were it. So I got in there and I started rocking that league. And I was doing 360 slam dunks. So when I, I go to the basket, because I had a 44-inch vertical leap off the ground. So when I go to, when I go to the basket, I used to stop and propel, and propel around. And so the, the nicknamer, the name was Herb Smith, he was like, oh, that's it, that's it, world, that's world. You know, so after the crowd, everybody started, world, world, you know, like I said, oh, you know what I mean? So I said, if I ever make it, and I was still in college at that time, if I ever make it, I said, I would legally change my name to World Be Free, wishing the world could be free one day. Wow, that's, that's beautiful. I did not heard, so you actually, you envisioned that, if that would ever happen, wow. 44 inches. I wish I had a yardstick here. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's 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 up there, man. Yeah, well, I can get I can touch over the cross at six feet two. I could touch over the cross of that back of the backboard, and uh, now today I can't jump over this. <laughs> well, can you get a close up of that? <laughs> well, it gets it gets it gets it gets, gets, gets up to all of us, doesn't it? Yes. Hey, world, you know I've always I find the the stories of the. You know, the New York City playground, mm -hmm. 
They're, you know, I think there's like they're, they're like mythological. You know, we don't have the we have we have video about everything nowadays. But those stories of, of and you some of the names you mentioned and, and then of your of yourself that must have been just something. All these these kids, great players, tough. You know, trying to maybe someday get out of of a, of a tough living style, but 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 yet our. our a love for the game, and even a respect, right? That, those must have been just unbelievable games. Well, put it this way. If you lost the game, you might, have, you might not got on the court, got back on the court till night, the next day because everybody was trying to go ahead and beat the best. And the thing is, you know, and if you were one of the best, they'll pick you because you're one of the best. But it was a thing that to, to play out there with those guys was like a privilege to go ahead and play with some of the best players in the world, in the world. Because people came from, from out of state to play in that Rucker Holland Pro. Wow. Pros. I mean, from different places. And if you, if you can play, that's the place to show it. It was like a showcase. We'll have more with our HQ conversation with legend World Be Free right here on the Elkinell Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network right after this. Now back to more of our Cavs HQ conversation with legend World B. Free. Once again, here's your host, Mike Snyder. We're talking with a great World B. Free back in Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, looking back, honoring their history and uh, their hardwood classics. And, of course, World B. Free, uh, a very significant part of the Cavaliers' history, but just a, a significant, I think, uh, figure in basketball history. And, and well, we've talked a little bit about your your background growing up in New York. And let's, I want to talk about your game, man. That's why we're here, right? I mean, you said the 44-inch vertical and then the 360 dunks. When was the first time you did one of those? Uh, I, was in, um, I was in, like, junior high school. And um, I could jump, but I couldn't shoot when I tried it for my junior high school basketball team. So I got cut twice for my junior high school basketball team. But I can, I can jump. Okay. So, but the, the coach was like, all right, let me see you try to dunk the ball. So my hands were too small at that time to try to dunk it because I couldn't hold the ball. So I used to go to the park and take a can, a beer can or whatever, soda can, and just go and just turn around and dunk that, you know what I mean? So just to get myself acclimated on, like, you can do it. You can do it. So when I first got my first dunk off 360, it was my uh, ninth grade in high school, and I took the ball. Finally, I I was able to palm it. My palms got big and fat. So I could grab the ball, uh, and I just started turning with it, and boy, it, it, it went it went well. It went well. It yeah, went well there. Not for the guys that I was dunking on, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it went well. And how about well, okay? The shot. Where did I mean? I recall the high arc rainbow to your shot, huh. man. Well, that that shot came from me mixing my game with a whole lot of different people. Like I could take a little bit from this guy, take a little bit from that guy, a little bit from that guy, and put it all together in a pot, mix it up. And this guy, named, his name was Jimmy, and he was, uh, he played for Madison High School. But he, he wasn't a tall guy, but he would get his shot off over tall guys all the time. And he would shoot the ball. You couldn't even see him. You'd see the ball just coming out and swish. You'd see the ball coming out, swish. I said, and I always used to say, wow, I like that, you know. And even though I can jump, so I said to myself, if I jump with that, you know, the way he propels that ball up there like that, oh, that's going to be fantastic. So I went to the park. I kept trying it. So I put it in the back here. My brother got um, shot like this with it back here. So that made it harder for anybody to block because he always told me. He said, if you come in, it's coming straight up on you. So you got you to move back. And by the time, you know, you release it, wham, it's, you know, it's gone. So, you know, 
I put all that together, and that rainbow became a rainbow. So by the time you jumped up, then nobody was blocking it. It was a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful thing, man. Who was the toughest defender for you? Who gave you the hardest time? Dennis Johnson from the Boston Celtics. The reason why he was the toughest for me, and, and Maurice Cheeks was too, because what he did, he wasn't strong or anything, but he bothered the ball. See, scorers, like, don't like nobody to bother the ball. While you're trying to get into your little thing, if you be all over it, that's not good because it throws you off a little bit because you might steal it, you know. Mm -hmm. But if you got a guy that's big and just bumping you, I could score better on those kind of guys as opposed to the, the little guys just messing with the ball. Mm -hmm. So with, with, with Dennis Johnson, he was six feet six, and he had long seven-foot man arms. He had long arms, but he was big. And he would just go ahead. He, he would grab you, bite you, you know. Danny Ainge, the same way, you know. Just, just dirty basketball. And the ref was, you know, those guys come out of the game. And I always tell the ref at the end of the game, I said, ref, how come Dennis Johnson only got like two fouls? You know he's a, the guy said, the ref says, he's a defensive player. So, so you're a defensive you're player. You're a defensive player. <laughs> so you can beat people. Uh, you're allowed. ML Carr was the same way. <laughs> they come in there and beat you up. More of our Cavs HQ conversation coming up with Cavs legend World Be Free right here on the Elk and Elk Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network. As the leading mattress retailer, Levin Mattress has all the top name brands at the lowest prices, which means a better selection of Tempur-Pedic and Serta Eye Comfort with no interest financing. Shop our freestanding mattress stores or inside every Levin Furniture showroom. Stevie Nicks, Christine McVie, John McVie, Mick Fleetwood, Neil Finn, Mike Campbell, Fleetwood Mac. Friday, October 26th, Quicken Loans Arena. The legacy continues with all the songs you know and love. Tickets on sale now at the QArena.com venue box office or by phone. The Mac is back. Fleetwood Mac. Hey, Dexter, did you ever find that thingy you were looking for on SmartMart? Did I? I found that and a landscape lighting package with some sweet post lamps and all sorts of electrical services, appliance protection, and repair plans. You can also get your trees trimmed. There's a connected home plan with smart thermostats, electric vehicle chargers, and filters. Who do they have filters? There's air filters. What Dexter's filters, trying to say filters. is that SmartMart by First Energy has the products and services you need to simplify your life. Pool filters, spot filters, so Shop now filters. at smart-mart.com. K&D proudly invites you to live at one of the seven most desirable addresses downtown. Residences at Hannah, 668, 1717, Leader, Reserve Square, and Stonebridge. Want to live downtown but aren't ready to downsize? Large, spacious suites at residences at Halley will be available for occupancy in the summer of 2018, offering well-designed kitchens, bathrooms, living spaces, and more. You deserve a K&D quality home. Check out everything K&D has to offer downtown and throughout Northeast Ohio at knd.com. Countertop Solutions, a family-owned and operated company, is your one-stop local shop when it comes to countertop replacement. As a direct-buy showroom, they carry a large selection of laminate, solid surface, granite, and engineered stone countertops. Schedule your countertop replacement, and your kitchen can have that championship look again in just one day. Stop in to one of their six showrooms in the Cleveland and Akron areas. Call 866-376-TOPS or visit countertopsolutions.org. 
As the leading mattress retailer, Levin Mattress has all the top name brands at the lowest prices, which means a better selection of Tempur-Pedic and Serta iComfort with no interest financing. Shop our freestanding mattress stores or inside every Levin Furniture showroom. As part of an ongoing partnership between the team and the city of Cleveland, the Cavs have refurbished the gym at Estabrook Recreation Center. In need of renovations, the basketball court received a facelift this summer, and the new look was officially unveiled recently. Neighborhood children joined the Cavs and the city for an official press conference at Estabrook, where they heard from team and civic leaders on the importance of spending time at the rec center. Estabrook is the fourth of 24 rec center and high school basketball courts the Cavs committed to refurbishing in partnership with the city of Cleveland. Cavaliers in the Community is brought to you by Discount Drug Mart. We'll be right back with more Cavs HQ. Now back to more of our Cavs HQ conversation with Cavs legend World Be Free. Once again, here's your host, Mike Snyder. Was there ever a shot you didn't like? Or that you couldn't make, or that you ever thought that you couldn't make? Well, well, I always thought I could make any shot I really took. My, my shots was awkward because of the fact that, like, going back to the projects in, in New York, we had a pole that was right in the middle of, of the, of the uh, park. So it was nothing with the, the, uh, the basketball hanging out from the gates. So if you uh, run into that pole, you know what I mean, the pole's still there, you know what I mean, <laughs> you have a problem. So my thing was always contorting my body different ways when I'm going in there driving. So I'm hanging in the air, I'm doing different things. So I, I took ugly shots that might be to somebody, but it was a good shot to me. That's why the ball was going in. I was still like a career over 40-some uh, from the field, shooting over 45, 46% from the field, even where I shot from, you know what I mean? So I was, but I did it differently because of that pole. You know, you went to Guilford College, right? Right, in Greensboro, North Carolina. And then you drafted by the Sixers. Mm -hmm. And uh, what was that like to come in there? Here's how, I mean, you, all right, you had this, you, you know, you had, you had some of that. <laughs> but you're going to play with Dr. J, man. What was that like? Well, playing with Dr. J was, was a big part of the play with his wife, being in there telling the rookies that y'all stay rookies now. You know what I mean? Don't try to move out. You're rookies, you know what I mean? That was the big part. <laughs> but, but Doc, he was like, you know, not a guy who really vocal. He played with his game. So you, he followed by example. You had to follow him by example. And Doc was, you know, a childhood hero of mine because, you know, he's from New York, but he's from like Staten Island suburbs. Mm -hmm. But everybody wanted to be around the Doc. And when he got traded to Philly, you know, and I was a rookie in Philly, we both clinged and got together because he still had his home up there in Staten Island, wherever you lived at, New Hampshire somewhere, and he needed a ride to, to the games, to the practices. So he didn't want to drive back and forth. So and I was like, yo, I got you, Doc. You know what I mean? <laughs> Want to ride? I, I'll take you. I'll take you. Mm -hmm. I got the dock with you me. You know the, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, here we ride down the turnpike. You know what I mean? Every day to practice. I'm riding. He dock sleeping with that big old afro. Can't see out the side of your window. You know what I mean? I'm like, man, I got the dock riding in this bad boy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so here we ride. We doing the thing. I get pulled over by the police. Right? Police pull me over, and I'm speeding about like good 75. You know, because we late for practice that day. So I, the cop pulled me on my and said, oh, yes, sir, officer. He said, you know you're speeding. I'm like, yes, sir, officer. He said, uh, all right, get out of the car. So I get out of the car. I said, officer, I'm late for practice. You know, He's like, late for practice? What are you talking about? You know, I said, uh, I got the doc in here. 
you know, Dr. Julius Irving. He said, you got who? I said, uh, Julius Irving. He said, you ain't got no Julius Irving in there. So he looks at me like, first of all, he looked over there. He said, my gosh, that is the doc. He said, the doc sleep. Can I get his off? I said, but he's sleep right now. But you see, that's him. He said, wait a minute, you late to practice? What's your name anyway? <laughs> well, I was like secondary. <laughs> I'm saying, my name is Werber. Okay, yeah, good. Now, get behind me, and I'm going to jet you guys over there to make sure you get to practice. He jetted us down about like 90 miles an hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now, I, and when Doc woke up, I said, Doc, you got clout, man. You got some clout. Because if it was just me by myself, I would have been in jail. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But you had the doc. Now you end up with a, you end up with an escort. And you're going faster. You yeah, that's, yeah. That's a great story. Hey, behind, behind a cop car this time, without no problem. Wow. <laughs> World, you guys really won that all this year. That was a great. What the, the Walton Portland team, right? That knocked you guys out in the finals. Yeah, by that one point, we had uh, we had a great team. Uh, after that fight with Daryl Dawkins and John and Maurice Lucas, we were two, we were up two zero. And then that fight occurred because we had them. We had them. Something clicked in those guys, and that momentum just changed. Like boom, and we went up to the back to Portland. We lost like two games straight, so they got back in the game. And next thing you know, Bobby Gross started finding himself. Dave Twazik, you know what I mean, started finding himself. Guys that wasn't finding themselves found themselves. Wow. All of a sudden, became like you know players. You know, it's funny, basketball can be that. It can, it can be fragile. You know, you look at the, the Cavs and, and their championship last year. They're down 3-1. Yep. Uh, then Green gets a foul, and, and, and the Cavs win, and win out there. Mm -hmm. And then everything kind of just swung in, in a, you know, just in a heartbeat. That, that's what it does. That's the great part of sports. You know what I mean? You never really know, you know. And when, when, when you're out there, you're saying, all right, this guy's going to dominate this guy. It doesn't happen all the time. Because something just happened, that moment, that one shining moment, that's when it happens. You know, you, as you talk about and share stories, world, and you're obviously your your great personality, you you had some fun. So, you know, your you're, you're latest story, that's a great story about Dr. J. That's priceless. <laughs> but with the media and all that, you kind of, like in your time here, hey, you know, we're 2 and 19, and we're going to be five. People are looking at you, you know, we guys are going to set the record for futility. You go, nah, won't we? I mean, what, you, you, you enjoyed that, that back and forth, didn't you? I, I enjoyed the challenge. I, I got to admit, you know, when, when people tell me that I can't do something, you know, especially when it's something that I know that I can have some kind of control with, um, that's when I, I fight harder. You know, I, I'm like a lion. You back me into a corner, and I'm coming out. I'm coming out fighting. I'm, I'm a raw, you know. And that's what was happening here. And every time they kept saying when Michael Jordan first came in the league, and I played against Michael his first four years, and I told Michael, because the crowd was all in here in the Richfield Coliseum, you know, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. You know, I get upset when I see stuff like that. I said, wait a minute, I'm still here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so, so we, we out there and we bowling. And, and, you know, he, Michael getting his 30, I'm getting my 32. You know what I mean? We're, we're playing to win. But the thing was, is that like Michael, Michael, he stopped and he, he said, "World, I'm going to dunk on you. I said, Mike, you're not going to dunk on me, man. I said, my kids wasn't even born yet. I said, let me tell you something. I don't want my kids to see me in Sports Illustrated, but you dunking on me. That's your dad. You know what I mean? Michael Jordan dunked on me. So I tried to, I told Mike, I said, Mike, you're going to have to develop yourself a jump shot, 
you know, because really nobody really told him that. He had a, a fair jump shot, but he didn't really have a jump shot. And I told him, you, I'm going to back off you this far, this far. So therefore, you're not going to go by me that far. And you're definitely not going to dunk on me from that far. <laughs> so I keep him out 25, and he learned. And after a while, he got better. And he, about two years after that, he told me, hey, thanks, bro. Wow. Uh -huh. And in his book, they asked Michael Jordan, in his book, Come Fly With Me, asked him, who's the best player that you ever had to play against that gave you nightmares to play against? And in his book, he said, world be free. Wow. And then Reggie Miller behind me. Wow, that's, that's got to make you feel good. In his book. Wow. And you, of course, know how good you were. World, let's talk a little bit about that. I mean, you gave us a little bit of the insight that you visioned the day, they called you World, that it wasn't just something uh, that you pulled out of the sky in terms of uh, arrogance about, about naming your, you know, be, uh, changing your, legally changing your name to World from Lloyd. Uh, when, you went, when you did that, was there, did you run into some resistance? Were there some places, people that said, man, who, what, what's this guy trying to do? Oh, yes. Um, let's talk about Dallas. Now, Dallas at that time, the Mavericks, uh, went out there, and I was with, um, still with Golden State. So Al Adams was the coach. And Al Adams told the announcer, look, the man changed his name from Lloyd B. Free, it's World B. Free. You know, told the guy, right? And uh, so, the, you know, they get there, start announcing, all right, Bernard King started lining up. Joe Barry Carroll started lining up, you know, blah, 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 blah. And now, as soon as they get to me, the guy, he says, and start lining up, Lloyd B. Free. You know, so I didn't go out. Then he was like, Lloyd B. Free, you know what I mean? But I didn't go out. Al Adams went back to him and said, the guy named World B. Free, you know what I mean? So he's like, all right, where are we? You know, like that. So, so I, I get up and I go out. Now the game goes. So here I'm scoring. That game I had like about 47. And I'm scoring, you know, first starting off, I'm hitting everything because I'm mad too. You know what I mean? So every time I shoot the ball and you score, he said, Lloyd be free. And so I run by the table, world, you know what I mean? So now I get to about like four, third quarter, you know, I got about 30 now. I said, Lloyd be free. I said, world be free. So now I'm going more at it, you know what I mean? So I'm getting up to the 40s on him. He's saying, I hit about six in a row. He's like, world be free. <laughs> He had it all over the building, man. <laughs> After the game, he came up to me. I'm sorry, man. I don't know that motivated you like that. I said, every time I see you, I'm going to give it to him. <laughs> that's, that's great. So there you are. You're, you're, you're running up there. It's world. That's right. That's right. Finally, I'm running by this. Yeah. All right, I'll show you. <laughs> yeah. I'll show you. Yeah, Mike. More of our Cavs HQ conversation coming up with Cavs legend World Be Free right here on the Elk and Elk Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network. As the leading mattress retailer, Levin Mattress has all the top name brands at the lowest prices, which means a better selection of Tempur-Pedic and Serta Eye Comfort with no interest financing. Shop our freestanding mattress stores or inside every Levin Furniture showroom. Phil Collins, not dead yet. Live this October. Legendary artist, limited date. October 18th, Quicken Loans Arena. On sale now. Tickets available online at thequarena.com. Phil Collins, live. 
When flu season rears its aching, coughing, sneezing, feverish head, protect yourself, your loved ones, and your coworkers by getting your flu shot today at Discount Drug Mart. Flu shots at Drug Mart are easy and convenient. Walk-ins are welcome, and all pharmacists in all locations are prepared to immunize you during pharmacy hours. Most insurance is accepted with a zero copay for most Medicare, Medicaid, or Medical Mutual of Ohio patients. The flu can end with you at Discount Drug Mart. If you're a Clevelander like me, Jimmy Hanlon, then you know how many great eateries there are. But I bet you don't know who has the best fried chicken sandwich in the land, the Rustic Grill. The crispy, juicy chicken coated in buttermilk delivers just a hint of spice, cooled and contrasted perfectly by the house-made coleslaw and pickles topping it off. Finish it with bacon and cheddar, all housed between a buttery toasted bun, and you will have every foodie's ultimate sandwich. Swing by the Rustic Grill at Stonewater on Wood Club Drive in Highland Heights. Who knows? I might just see you there. It's time for some basketball. At the game, on TV, even online. Spectrum TV has over 200 channels available, including all your basketball favorites, so you can see every shot, assist, and block in high definition. And with Spectrum TV, you also get access to the Spectrum TV app, so you can watch a game in any room on multiple devices. Spectrum TV, it's the ultimate slam dunk. Call 844-352-2999 and get Spectrum now. Restriction supply, call for details. As the leading mattress retailer, Levin Mattress has all the top name brands at the lowest prices, which means a better selection of Tempur-Pedic and Serta Eye Comfort with no interest financing. Shop our freestanding mattress stores or inside every Levin Furniture showroom. You're listening to the Elk and Elk Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network. Now back to more of our HQ conversation with legend World Be Free. Once again, here's your host, Mike Snyder. A lot of times you know, announcers will say, well, the one and only. I mean, you are it. And, and you know, let's talk a little bit about today. You're, you're with the Sixers organization and have been. Tell us what you're doing with, with the Sixers. Well, um, I, I do a lot of community work with the Sixers. Sort of like, yo, Campy Russell, what do you do with you guys over here with Cleveland? Um, I, uh, I go out um, and do a lot of basketball camps with the kids. We do a summer who's tour. My daughter, she, she does a lot with me. And uh, we, we all make sure that, you know, things during the summer for our kids are, are very good for them. So it keeps them out of trouble. It just keeps them wanting some things. So we have our mascot come. We have some of the players sometimes come out and, and, and do, do a lot of stuff with us. And it's a big program for us. It's been going on now for about 20 years now. And think about we started it with about at least, uh, say, like six camps and stuff. Now we are like up to 40, 45, whatever. You know what I mean? It just keeps going. And you do tour days for two hours a day. You know, I mean, you're out there, you're teaching. You go to recreation centers, you get those kids out there. Come on, you know, some of them might not even know basketball, but when they leave, they have fun. And you're still out there, you're still the world be free out there, getting, oh, yeah. going, shaking the hands, oh, getting yeah. everything out with that smile of yours. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what, are your, what are your thoughts about today's NBA? It's, it's different because you got seven footers shooting threes. <laughs> you know what I mean? As we all know, uh, these guys, are, they're, they're more, they're more, uh, it's not the physical game anymore, like physical, physical, because they took a whole lot of that away. You know, it's more finesse to me, this game. Uh, I, a lot of guys, you know, I think they should work a lot harder on their skills to make, just make a lot of th- make themselves a lot better. You know, but I, I just think with the big contracts and everything, it just stopped a lot of people from being who they are. And sometimes, you know, you change your passion for glory once you make it. But 
you know, it's the way it is. You know, I'm not saying that whatever they make is great. I don't care. That, that's, that's them. But when I see basketball, when I watch it, I like to watch a game. You know what I mean? I don't want you to tell me that this guy was on Sports Illustrated. No, no. Play. Let me see what you can do. You know what I mean? Three-point shot is huge now. Your thoughts on it today, and how would it have impacted your game if it was if it was featured? Well, the I would have had more points, Mike. Okay. You know what I mean, go. you know, I finished up with about eighteen thousand. <laughs> right. You know right. what I mean? I would have had more points. There you go. And see, and most of my points, like I, I, I told the people, I said I could have had more than like the eighteen thousand points. But the, the thing is, I didn't start when I came in. See, I came. Be, I, I sat the first three years behind Doug Collins, in Philadelphia. So it was Doug Collins, Henry Bibby, and Freddie Carter. So I didn't really get to start. When Gene Shue, our coach at that time, went to the San Diego Clippers, and he first thing he said, "I'm going after World Be Free." You know what I'm saying? So he picked me up, put me on an expansion team out there with him in San Diego, and that's when I was averaging 30 points a game, over 30 a game, and uh, and we was, we was we was making it happen out there. We had that city jumping. Mm-hmm. I mean, really jumping. It's, so it's uh, it, it, it's, you know, it's, it's the way it is. You know, you had it jumping on uh, most nights, but was there one any one night for you that, when you look back and say, man, I everything was working. Was there any one game that you look back at that was most memorable to you? Yeah, me, me and David Thompson, he was uh, at NC State back in the day when I was at Guilford College, and I was at NAI school, and there David Thompson those schools NCAA. So I was always, you know, I always had a little thing because they always thought that they were better than we were. So when I finally made the pros and we all got to play against each other, we, we you know, we went at each other like that. And uh, David had, I had about like 47, 48, and fouled out with about five minutes left. And you know I don't play no defense, so I don't know, it must have been charges I was getting, I told the ref. <laughs> 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 said, yo, come on, ref. How you following me out? Know. How can I follow yeah, out? Yeah, game, right? yeah. So, you know, I get to about 47 points. When I found out about like four minutes left in the game. And, uh, and, and but I was killing David. I was, I, was, I was eating him up. You know what I mean? And David knows. I mean, he'll get his turn. You know, he'll do his thing. You know, but, but at that time, I just knew how to, I knew how to guard people. I just knew different, different ways to, to do things. And it still feels good today when you look back at that. Yeah, that yeah, yeah too, because right? I always look at it as NCAA against NAI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it wasn't even about NBA basketball to me. Well, life is good then. Your family, uh, I know your beautiful daughters uh, were with you as, you as you made your trip into Cleveland. Uh, and you're a grandpa too, is that right? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a pop-pop. <laughs> we, we call it pop-pop over there. Yeah, my daughter Diamond, she plays. She, she can't shoot a jumper though. <laughs> uh oh. She's giving me that yeah. look there. Wait a no, minute. No, she, she's all right. I mean, she, she does, she works hard. She's good in, in school. And that's the thing. My other kids are older. You know, they have their own family, have their own kids. So, you know, they, they do what they have to do. And, and uh, you know, it's, they make each other happy. We all try to make each other happy, try to be, just, be a family. Life is good. And I'm glad to hear that. You know, world be free, though. I got to ask you this, though. Today's world, social media, Twitter, all that stuff. What fun would you have had with that back then? Huh? What trouble would you have caused, huh? Well, <laughs> I don't even think I should go there. You, you got more tape? <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> it would have been something you'd have had. You'd have had a ball with it, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I would have had my daughter leave out of here, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got you. Yeah. We'll have more with our HQ conversation with Legend World Be Free right here on the Elk and Elk Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network right after this. 
Now back to more of our Cavs HQ conversation with legend World Be Free. Once again, here's your host, Mike Snyder. World Be Free, it's great to have you back in Cleveland. Glad that you think of it. When I say Cleveland to you, again, what, what, what's, what comes to your mind? Cleveland, your time in Cleveland? When, it, when you say Cleveland to me, I say beautiful. I say beautiful times for World Be Free in this city. Uh, it's something that I'll never, ever forget. I mean, it was, when we did what we did here, it was my championship that I never won in the professional rank. But just to see all those people from nothing come to where that was right there, I was blessed. Well, we were blessed here to have you here and that, that shining moment there where the Cavaliers and, and you wondered about the franchise and, and you were here. You love being here, and you still have those great memories, and it was a great time. That number 21 jersey we've had behind you there, those, that, that orange looks pretty good there, yeah, doesn't it? Yes, it does. <laughs> but I can't fit that anymore. Well, I, 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 <laughs> there, there was a day. Cavs look pretty good at those. I like when they wear those, uh, those the, the hardwood classic, the orange they call it, right? Yeah, well, you got, but you, I noticed your shorts are lower now. But, uh, <laughs> but the thing is, they do look good. At it. And when, when I see them, it brings me back to that dead day. The way that was world it's this has been a pleasure I, I wish we had more time and hopefully we will again another time great to have you back in cleveland thank you so much thank you mike i really appreciate it you do a great job thank you the one and only and i mean that world be free coming soon to the queue with the eighth pick in the 2018 nba draft the cleveland cavaliers select Colin Sexton from the University of Alabama. Do or die for Bama. Must win to make the NCAA tournament. Sexton got it. He got it. He got it. When you get between those lines, it's no friends. When you get between those lines, it's us against them, and we're trying to win. He's love for a corner three. He nails it. Oh, my. He goes up to love. Another three on the way. He's got it. Kevin Love has nailed eight triples in this opening quarter. Here's Kevin Love again on the right side of the lane. Works to the lane. Spins, fires, and scores. Love now is 11 of 14 from the field. He's got 34 points. I think guys just putting on their hard, hard hats and coming to work every day. That has to be the identity to our team. And I think that we have um, you know, guys that are cut from that cloth and are going to go out there and, and, and be willing to prove themselves. Dawson right side, fakes a three, puts it on the floor, goes down the lane, so contact, flips it up and in. Osmond left side, has a three, fires a three. Jenny with back-to-back -back triple. Wizards can tie with a two, take the lead with a three. Wall goes and gets it. Seven seconds left. He's over the timeline. He goes toward the basket, down the left alley. His pass is picked off by Osmond. Jenny Osmond with the biggest steal of his NBA career. I have confidence in myself. You know, I feel, I feel really good, and um, I know what I'm capable of, and I'm, I'm ready to show that this year. You've been listening to Cavs HQ. We'll be back next Sunday at noon, right here on the Elk and Elk Cleveland Cavaliers Radio Network.